Check who's on the track next, never half step like Okay, yes, yes, y'all. It's Ronnie B, Pro 17 Podcast, man. Wednesday, Wednesday edition. How y'all doing? God bless you guys for checking in live. If you're watching live, if you're watching on replay or listening to audio only, thank you for doing so. Uh, man, we got a lot to get into, man. It's been crazy, crazy. What's going on, man? Y'all been watching the news? What's up? We're going to talk about James O'Keefe today. They're trying to sue him, too, of uh, Project Veritas fame. I'm telling you, man, these demons will stop at nothing. They do not like the truth, so they're trying to suppress James O'Keefe. We're going to touch on that very briefly. The main uh, subject of today's broadcast is going to be about the Pride Month that is starting tomorrow. I hope you guys are ready for it. It is already in full force. It is no longer just a month. It is an entire season. Let's be honest here, okay? They they are doing this uh, 365 days a, a year now. And so this is just now a no, another reason for them to pump it up even further. We're going to talk about... Some baseball situations where they're going back and forth. This is why you never apologize to the woke mob. And uh, also, we are going to talk about your favorite Christian TV show, one of mine as well. The Chosen has also gone woke and got gay people working for them. So we are completely infiltrated. We're completely infiltrated. Now, you can say some things about The Chosen. Uh, a lot of people have complaints about some of the authenticity and stuff, which I understand. But at least they are representing the gospel to a certain extent, but then you have some of the Mormon theology in that and and whatever. And, you know, and these are the kind of things we can kind of look away, but not really. But at the end of the day, man, now they're doing the pride thing. And, it's, and the issue so much isn't the, isn't the pride flag there. It's the fact that they're not acknowledging it. And uh, they really hurt a lot of their customer base. So let's get into it. So God bless you guys for watching the video hope you enjoyed the intro with the music man I'm, i i really enjoy playing those uh, christian hip-hop artists in the beginning now it really gets me hyped up man it, you know just like you know some people like him some people like other gospel music i i do like all that stuff too the traditional stuff but i do like to hear um you know these, these rappers that have incredible skill and these producers that make those beats and uh you know they're they're using their gifts for god's kingdom amen so i, I really appreciate that i just like enjoying i hope you guys enjoy those little intros while we wait for people to funnel into the live stream so thank you uh for sticking around and through that and sticking around right now all right so uh before we get started i just want to say one thing too man make sure you check out pro17.com and uh I, i've got some new stuff coming up i'm gonna have some barbecue grill stuff for your dad father's day we gotta tell your fathers that you love them if your father is still with you your grandfather, your brother, anybody that has kids, uh, you know, we don't ask for much as men. <laughs> you, but you can go to the pro17.com shop and get some stuff. And we don't ask for much as men, you know, and, uh, you know, I know I don't. We just want to, you know, love our families and take care of our children and stuff like that. So uh, it means a lot to men when they get stuff by surprise. I, I, I'll be one to firstly admit. I don't ever want you to do anything, but uh, when you do get something, it, believe it or not, us men do appreciate it, especially from our lovely wives and our kids when you guys can – uh, just, you know, give a little thought to to us as as fathers. It really does make a big difference and and all that. So God bless you guys. All right. God bless you guys for rocking with me. Let's get into the today's ridiculousness. Right. <laughs> Remember the show ridiculousness. We should start calling this the ridiculousness show because what's going on right now is absolutely ridiculous. I'll tell you, man. Um, OK, so let's let you know, what, let's get in. First of all, let's go to the James O'Keefe because I want to get this out of the way because I, I find this really appalling. Right now, what's going on? Uh, let's look at this uh, here from Low Key Ray. Uh, never forget that Rhino stabbed Trump in the back. Rhino sabotaged the 2022 midterms. Rhino's got rid of James O'Keefe, Tucker Carlson, Dan Bongino, AG Paxton, Open Border for Ukraine. Rhinos are just as bad as Dems. That's just a little uh, prelude to what I want to say in regard to James O'Keefe. Now, you have to understand, yesterday we touched on Lindsey Graham just for a second. Lindsey Graham is, is an establishment rhino. Dan Crenshaw is an establishment rhino. All these people. Kevin McCarthy is an establishment rhino. Okay, we knew this going in. You know, this is why the MAGA portion of the House of Representatives actually had a, uh, you know, that thing about the Speaker of the House where I feel like it should be Byron Donalds. I know he's kind of young to be doing that kind of position. He's not hasn't been in Congress that long. But when you look at the way that Byron Donalds wants to legislate in the Republican part of the House, and then you look at Kevin McCarthy and what he's doing. It's an absolute disgrace. We knew this was going to happen, man, with Kevin McCarthy. Okay. 
He's passing this bill now, and remember, he was supposed to get rid of the uh, 87,000 IRS agents that are coming after American citizens, small business owners. He put that in the bill. You know, I'm going to do a show maybe tomorrow and touch on that, but I, I'm just really pissed off. I just wanted to touch on that for a second in, in, in regard to James O'Keefe as well. Because when you look at the House of Representatives and, the, and these supposed Republicans, there's still no articles of impeachment being brought up against anybody, okay? Marjorie Taylor Greene supposedly doing this, but we're not seeing any action. I want to see some action. Adam Schiff, all these other people are not being held accountable for what they're doing. How about all these big tech media companies and the Section 230 violations? Okay? They're constantly attacking free speech in America. James O'Keefe is a beacon of light when it comes to real, true journalism in America, man. How many Project Veritas videos have we done here on this channel? How many Project Veritas videos and information has really opened your eyes and your friend's eyes when you saw the things that he exposed? Big Pharma, uh, gay Marxist teachers in the schools. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, I, I, I probably have at least five or six videos uh, doing commentary on the stuff that James O'Keefe did. The guy is incredible. But of course, the minute he exposes Big Pharma, Project Veritas now fired him because they don't want the stuff out into the mainstream news media. But I guess what? It's an informational warfare. And right now, uh, those people are losing because we have the internet. We have Rumble. We have people like you that support independent journalism. You got people that are spreading the message through these internet sites that we can communicate this way. That's why you also heard as a segue really quick that they're talking about this Russia hack that's going to uh, shut down the grid. Y'all hear about that? The electric grid, the internet grid, we're going to go dark. They've been planning this. They've been planning this for a long time. They don't want the information to come out. Okay. They don't want us, we the people, to have a voice and to unify. That's why they don't want James O'Keefe uh, to be able to uh, report and do the journalism that he did. But they thought that firing him was going to actually stop him. So if you're not familiar, James O'Keefe now has OMG, which is uh, um, O'Keefe Media, O'Keefe Media Group, which is a great acronym, right? OMG for his news media. That's awesome because because, man, he, he he's he's, you know, flipped the lid on a bunch of stories. And I was just like, wow. I mean, you know, but the Pfizer thing really took the cake and they can't have that, you know, and because we're living in a, uh, you know, authoritarian fascist situation now. Uh, Mia's in the chat. I know that. Uh, I know. Uh, um uh, she's from Canada and it's horrible up there as well. And, and, you know, but they're our little sister, but you can see it's trickling down, down here into the States. And, and I honestly think that the United States too, but it's just, it's just getting more blatant and more mainstream. Now we know that Hillary Clinton was supposed to be the president, not Donald Trump, right? That was their plan. That was these globalist plan. They had the 16 year plan to destroy the country. It was the Barack Obama. Eight years was their timetable. Hillary Clinton was supposed to come in and start World War Three, man. That's why they were talking about all this Trump stuff starting World War Three. Trump was the one that actually brought peace to the nation. OK, so you can say what you want to say about Donald Trump. You can say what he said about being a vaccine salesman. And all I know is he never locked us down. That's on your state governor. Facts are facts. That's on your state governor. And as far as the, the, the medical jab, it's up to you to make your own independent decision and do research. And you should have never took the jab. So don't blame that on Donald Trump. Don't blame it on Donald Trump. So uh, with that being said, let me see what uh, I want to bring up just a little bit real quick about this uh, James O'Keefe <coughs> story. Um, sorry, thought I had it queued up right there, so I didn't have it. OK, here we go. <coughs> Uh, let's let's play this little clip here. This will kind of sum it all up in the post. It's a breaking. That is the fact that. OK, here we go. And here we go. Uh, and, it, and I hit this just as we were going to sh it, into launching the show this morning. I had the whole thing sent to me. You've got a piece up in the National Pulse. James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe has been sued by Project Veritas after out being ousted from the board. What's going on? What's the lawsuit? What's the bottom line? Yeah, it's really interesting. You know, Project Veritas has has been quite quiet since um, since its departure of its CEO and founder James O'Keefe. And um, you know, I think quite quiet. They've released some stories, but they haven't really got much traction. They obviously lost a lot of uh, supporters on the political right when all of that went down. So I guess this this response now today that has come out, they have a they have a dedicated website now that walks people through their version of events and their chrono and the chronological order of events as far as the Project Veritas 
task board sees it and they've also also filed a, a rather large lawsuit in new york against james o'keefe uh, and against his new uh, company o'keefe media group um the, the suit is up on the website on the nationalpulse.com if people want to read it in full but effectively it alleges that uh, james o'keefe was not fired when he founded O'Keefe Media. He was actually just temporarily suspended while they were doing an investigation into, you know, expenses and black cars and private jets and, and all of this stuff. Um, and so they're saying that he is in breach of contract, uh, in breach of contract with them uh, for having set up a new organization while he was still employed by the old organization. Uh, the pushback online to that and they're demanding, you know, compensatory damages and all of this stuff uh, for everything that's taken place here. And the pushback online against that is, well, you stopped paying him. So what was he supposed to do? So it's going to be interesting. But, you know, the Veritas, the Veritas drama is far from over by the looks of it. No, it seems that way. And, and again, this is the same type of lawfare that we've seen being used, whether it's Fox News and Tucker, uh, the Dominion lawsuit, whether it's Trump. Um, this is this. Unfortunately, so many of these things coming in and out. OK, so so there you go. That, that was kind of like a long way around. That I just wanted to give you guys some background if you hadn't heard about the story. But but the but the whole point of this whole thing is that just like Tucker Carlson, you got James O'Keefe, anybody that speaks out against the regime, against the establishment approved narrative they are going to cancel you, man. They're going to come after you with all they got. If you have a big platform, they're going to come after you. I mean, look, Ronnie B, I can say whatever I want. I don't have many followers, okay? Now, imagine if you're somebody like James O'Keefe or, or anybody else. I mean, let's let's go back and even remember uh, the people that have been, you know, kind of silenced a little bit and they shut their mouth when, they're, when they get hit with that uh, restriction by said media company or whoever they tend to work for. One of my old favorites, let's, uh, let's call, you know, you know her by the name of Candace Owens. I always enjoyed Candace Owens' commentary. I thought she was really spicy. I mean, she could be a little bit, you know, too hard, but, you know, I think she's very articulate, very intelligent. Uh, she had a great take on things. She was very based with a lot of her opinions. But the minute she stepped out of line in regards to the Kanye West situation in regard to the small hats, uh, she just shut her mouth. And I lost uh, a tremendous amount of respect for her because of that. Now, again, it's easy for me to say when I only have, you know, a few followers, so it's not my whole livelihood. But at the end of the day, what are you doing this for? Are you here to fight for truth and righteousness or are you here for just a paycheck? This is why I unsubscribe from the Daily Wire, because I cannot stand it, Ben Shapiro, and I cannot stand Jeremy Boring, which I'm going to talk about in the next segment when we get into the chosen uh, topic. Um, but you have these people that are playing both sides of the fence. If I'm going to subscribe to a conservative news outlet like the Daily Wire, I want my content to be truthful and based. Amen? Yes or no? Jesus Christ, like we say on this channel, is the truth. Now, if you're going to be telling me stuff that isn't true or you want to try to spin it in a way that's less offensive to homosexuals or you want to spin it in a way that's less offensive to who exactly? To the small hats? I don't want to hear that. I'm, I am not going to be giving you my hard-earned money, period. And I think a lot of y'all need to be doing the same thing. And I've been saying this for the longest time that, you know, uh, we need to be voting with our pocketbook. It finally seems like people are finally start figuring that out and doing that now with Target and Bud Light and whatever. But we have to have our effort more focused. We have to be more focused uh, in, the, in in respect to not just trying to do everybody all at once. Focus on individual companies, individual situations, unified as as a, as a people. You know what I mean? Like the Bud Light thing was perfect because there's you know we have plenty of other alternatives. The Target thing is just like again that's a combination of Christians, a combination of conservatives, and also a combination of regular normal people, independents, and even Democrats. Man, it's like you know it's one thing to say, oh well, um, it doesn't bother me, so I, I don't want to be considered a fascist or a bigot, and and, and you know gays and transgenders can do what they want to do, and I don't want to make any legislation towards them. Oh, until they have the drag queen drag queen story hour. And the kid is sitting on their lap, your kid, <laughs> you know, till they come to your kid's school. Right. And I think this was an eye opening thing of what us conservatives and us Christians have been saying for the longest time. The slippery slope is here now. Y'all think it's not a big deal because it wasn't hitting you in the face because it wasn't in your particular neighborhood. But guess what? Target is in everybody's neighborhood. It's in every city in the country. Yes or no? Yes or no? 
And so now all of a sudden you're seeing all these Democrat people, these these normal people that aren't really politically engaged. They saw what happened with Target and they're like, oh, wait. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. This is this is not OK for my children. Well, we told you that. We told you that a long time ago and you were calling us Christian fascist. OK, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're tyrannical uh, Christian nationalist terrorists. And all we're trying to do is do what's best for society and adhere to the moral law of God, the absolute standard, which is in the scriptures, period. Amen. Yes or no. This country was built on biblical principles. Every time you tell somebody that, oh, no, separation of church and state. No, man. How come when they take an oath, you have to put your hand on the Bible? Why? Why does it say in God we trust on all the money? Why is that on all the, all the documents? Why do we have inalienable rights given us to by our creator? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The, the whole, again, like the whole, I, I, I repeat myself on these shows, but I have to keep continue to do that for the new viewers that I'm gaining. When you look at like the law, the law is based on the law of God. Judges, judgment, right? Supreme Court justices, justices, justice. That's a that's a concept that comes from the scriptures, man. So miss me with the separation of church and state. The whole point is, is that we need to go back to a moral standard that is absolute, and that is only found in the word of God. Yes or no? Amen. Hit me up. Hit the like button. So uh, they're, they're, they're coming after James O'Keefe, uh, and he's not going to be the last one. There's going to be plenty of other conservative commentators as we get further into this informational war that are going to be uh, censored, or they're going to try to censor, or they're going to just do that blackout like I, I talked about earlier. And I'm going to probably do some more research on that tonight and maybe bring that story up tomorrow in regard to the uh, mainstream media already setting the narrative that Russia's going to hack our grid. <laughs> Russia's going to hack our grid, and we're going to have a blackout, and we're going to blame it on Putin. They want to blame it on Putin. These people are a joke, man. Hey, get your information up. Follow independent journalism. So that's all I'm going to say about that. So God bless you guys for rocking with me, man. Hit the like button. Share the video. All right. So let's get into this, man. I want to get into the Chosen stuff. Now, if you guys are familiar with the Chosen movies, uh, me and my wife, man, we loved it, man. The first season was incredible. Um, again, I know this is uh, – it, it was kind of refreshing to see – um, some some production, television, media, movie, what have you, uh, do something about things in the Bible, especially the Lord Jesus Christ, in a way that was really kind of realistic in a sense. It was um, very fresh and clean, and just it, it it was just lovable the way they made the characters. You, you identified with like the disciples, and it made it in a way that was really relatable. I guess is the term I'm looking for. It was just really relatable. It made it seem like you could be sitting there in the in that in those times. Uh, and like, as you you were there watching Jesus and then watching the disciples do what they do, like kind of how it would be. So I thought that was really great the way they, they did that in the first season, the second season, eh, it was a little bit, you know, a little bit better. I didn't get to watch the third season yet. And, and apparently there were some issues about the Mormonism quote, as far as the theology. Okay. So I didn't see that. So I'm not going to comment on that, but what I am going to comment on here is this, <clears throat> Uh, the chosen can't serve both God and LGBT pride activists. Okay, see that uh, this is the problem. See, I, I think if 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 these gay people and this gay agenda would have just left uh, things alone, if you would if you would just slow down and pump the brakes just a little bit, you might have been sneaky enough to get your agenda all the way through. I mean, to most people, most people it's all the way through. But you're just bombarding us too fast, and this goes back to what I was saying about the truncated timetable. The four years that Trump had really threw a monkey wrench into their plan. These Satanists, these globalists, their plan was disrupted. And he did a lot of things and reversed a lot of the things that Obama did uh, that he they were trying to do to destroy the country. So when you look at um, the LGBTQ stuff now, they're really, really, really trying to jam it in right now under these four years under Joe Biden. And I think it's they made a mistake in doing that. It's a tactical mistake, uh, in my opinion, because things are moving so fast that the regular normal people are seeing what they're doing and we're not having, it, we're not standing up for it. Um, and now when you have now infiltrated, like I said yesterday in my show, Chick-fil-A, <laughs> you got DEI and Chick-fil-A in target. We're not going to stand for it. And now in our production studios, but the people say we are not going to stand for this either. 
Uh, and I don't, I'm not going to read this whole article from the Federalist, but I, what I want to do is just read a, a couple portions of it that I thought was interesting. She made a great, some great points. This is Jordan Boyd. So this whole outrage happened because there was a pride flag on the camera operator's back, and apparently they have no problem with that, okay? Uh, I'm going to bring up the picture here for you. I don't know if you can see this here. This is This is what they're talking about and this is the outrage right here okay so they're here they're filming the shot i guess this is for season four that's coming out and then you got the flag here prominently displayed on the camera shot okay now they messed up because this came out on because of their own fault <laughs> they they released this little preview of what they were doing and they were shooting and i don't think they even knew the flag was there but you know we got these internet sleuths man they, they look at everything they, they, these people out here, independent journalism, man, they look at all the little things. They're checking all the things in the corner, and boop, there it is, the flag. Now, I think that was kind of intentional. Now, the problem here is not that the, the individual employee had a pride flag, but the problem is the response from the chosen. So uh, here's the post. Can you explain why there's a pride flag on set? And here's the response. Just like hundreds of our cast and crew have different beliefs, or no belief at all, that we do, we will work with anyone on our show who helps us portray or honor the authentic Jesus. We ask that audiences let the show speak for itself and focus on the message, not the messenger, because we always let you down. No, 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 no. No. You can't worship two masters, man. You can't worship two masters. You can't worship God and money. You know, and every time you hear these type of things from these atheists and these non-believers, oh, you guys are, you guys Christians, you guys are really bigoted. Jesus, Jesus hung with the sinners and he, you know, Jesus fed people. Jesus was a socialist. <laughs> Jesus was actually a communist. <laughs> Jesus talked about sin, man. Uh, Jesus talked about sin and, and and the narrow path that is uh, that gets to heaven through him only. The road is the road is wide that leads to destruction, right? Um, you have to get rid of your sin and only through the faith of Jesus Christ. The fact that this guy is a cameraman, he brought a pride flag on the set during filming. He did that to mock the show. He did that to mock Christ. See, that's what these people do. The whole point of this pride flag thing, if you saw my thumbnail, uh, I did the thing, the picture of Sodom and Gomorrah raining down on top of the pride flag. This is what happened already in history in the Bible. Okay, God wasn't having it and he blew up the city. Okay, he nuked Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay. So these, these, these demonic people that are just uh, full of lust and greed and, and lack self-control have now since said F you to God because we're going to take the covenant that was made to us symbol, the rainbow, and we are going to hijack that and say F you to God and call it pride. Pride is a pride is, is a sinful act. You know? Pride is sin. And they know exactly what they're doing. Okay? So the fact that he, like, if, if, he, if he was just a gay person, okay, and he was going to work doing his thing, okay, fine, okay? But the fact that you want to display this and put it out prominently, he, he's trying to troll Christians while he gets the paycheck. See, that was the thing that the chosen needed to speak out on if you want to represent Christ, but you're not really truly trying to represent the gospel. You're just trying to get your money. That's not going to work, man. We're not having that anymore. We're not going to deal with that. <clears throat> um, let me see. I want to. I want to bring up this uh, one point that she made in here before I move on to the next thing. Okay, L let's read uh, this little section right here. What's not unrealistic? Excuse me. It's unrealistic to expect the chosen to only hire biblical Christian camera crews in, in an industry dominated by the godless. And it's unrealistic to expect an all-out boycott on a show known for advancing the gospel. Now, I just want to pause right there real quick because I want to say that there are many conservative Christians that can do all these jobs 
that these leftists do in Hollywood. The problem is they don't get hired based on their political beliefs or they have to shut their mouth and not be bold in their faith because if they are, they will get canceled. So I just want to add that to that. But here's the point. What's not unrealistic is asking the chosen to say that they should have never allowed the LGBT flag, which has become a powerful symbol of the war on reality. Amen. Amen. On their Bible base set in the first place. If the Christians writing, directing, and producing the show did that, they would have successfully stood by the millions of Christ followers in the show's audience by publicly rejecting an agenda that's completely at odds with their purported message. Instead, the chosen opted for a vaguely worded statement that strongly implied that they did not have a problem with the LGBT agenda. Boom. That's facts. That's facts. Okay. <clears throat> I've been saying this in my videos if you've been watching for the last couple of weeks, man. The time is up for us to be silent. You got to stop being silent. You need to stand up for your conviction, stand up for your Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? Because, again, everybody thinks that it's going to be Trump that's going to come in here and save you. There's only one Savior. His name is Christ. Okay? Nobody's coming to save you. And also, as much as we need to be in prayer and reading our scriptures and, and, and aligning ourselves with other believers... We also need to go out and do the work. Somebody made a great quote that I heard on another podcast about you can't pray over the shovel that you, when you need to build the hole and expect the hole to get dug, you got to do the work. Okay. You got to get dirty and you got to do the work. Us people here on earth while we're here. Yes. Our Christians, we must advance the gospel. We got to uh, spread the message of Jesus Christ to through people throughout the world. Yes, I understand that, but we, but that doesn't mean we stop living. Okay. The, the, the Bible, the Proverbs, the Psalms all over the place. There's all these people of judgment of the wicked. The wicked will get their day. Um, I think it's, I believe it's like Psalm one is talking about that, how um, there needs to be justice against the wicked people on earth. They're not talking about people in the afterlife. We're talking about human beings here on earth. And if we're supposed to be God's people defending his righteousness and, and trying to move society forward, because basically the church is the only thing restraining evil right now, right? Amen. Through the Holy Spirit and empowerment of the Holy Spirit. But like we say also in Romans 1, that God had given them over. Like, he, you know, we're under judgment. You know, the wrath of God has been revealed from heaven because of all the unrighteousness. God gave them over to a depraved mind. God gave them over to homosexuality, sexuality, right? So, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, we have children that we have to try to protect here. You can see, obviously, by the GLSEN stuff that they had in the uh, Target, the guy, the, the was it the vice president of marketing, had the GLSEN where they are actually giving out stuff to kids. They're giving out sex toys to kids. You've seen all the toys there. They talk about fisting in high schools. This is the kind of literature that this person that's a marketing guy at Target is, is, is distributing to children. And you as a Christian want to sit back and say, you're not going to say anything because you're worried about being called a bigot or a homophobe? Dude, That those days are over. It's time to make a move. It is time to stand up for your beliefs here, man. Because they just keep preaching. Look at, I think, think about this, man. When was, when was the gay marriage thing with Obama through? I mean, I know in California it was earlier, like 2005 or something like that out here in, in L.A., because, you know, we're the most degenerate. Everything starts over here, and then it ends up, you know, going across the country. But I think it was like 2006 that we had the gay marriage thing or something out here. But the, but nationally, most most nationally recognized bills, I think it was like 2008 or 2012, okay? It's been 10 years. In 10 years, we went from, oh, love is love. We want to let these gay people just get married. You know, they're not hurting you. What does it matter to you? Well, it matters to God because it's an abomination. And we told y'all it was going to be a slippery slope. And we told y'all this whole gay agenda has to do with pedophilia, man. The whole point of all this is that, you know, these people are greedy and they want to have sex with children. Monkey pox with kids. We just talked about that yesterday. LGBTQ pride couple that had their two adopted sons in a sex ring in their neighborhood running trains on these little kids. Okay, stop acting like, you know, this is just, oh, love is love. And they're just like normal people. That's not normal, dude. It's not. It's not normal. Just That's why y'all thinking like you've allowed them to say that that is normal. And then all of a sudden now we talk about this transgender stuff and they say well, a man can be a woman and a woman can be a man. And they're saying, well, it's normal and it's a spectrum. 
And a lot of y'all are still standing with that too. It's just normal. No, it's not normal. And and you keep you keep giving ground to these degenerate, idiot, lying, deceptive demons, man. And they keep taking ground from you. You keep backpedaling and they keep encroaching on you. And now look, you can't even send your kid to a target. So what are you going to do? When are we going to start fighting and standing up for righteousness? Okay. The chosen now has, has, has chosen, I guess, <laughs> you know, their statement is obviously, uh, again, being controlled about like with the topic that I said yesterday, man, the ESG credit score, every single corporation and business now that is, is, uh, has any kind of weight or any kind of money that that's big time has to adhere to this ESG credit score thing. And that means you have to align yourself with this gay agenda. Even a Christian television show? <laughs> Even Chick-fil-A? No, man. I think if people were just bold enough, if the, if, the, if the people are really being convicted by the Holy Spirit, you would know that you do not have to do it. I've made decisions in my life where I'm making good money, and I walked away because... I was convicted of, uh, of of it being against God, okay? There are certain things by that when you're led by the Spirit that it will not allow you to do. The Chosen has a guy blatantly clowning on the show. Like, yeah, so much for your Jesus, I'm going to put this flag, this, this gay flag in the shot. And chosen as a well, we're gonna we're gonna stand with everybody and all their beliefs. And all no, we're not, dude. We're not gonna stand with them, man. I'm not standing with them. I'm not. You know what? If you come into my restaurant, if I had a restaurant, I will serve you whatever. We're just doing business. You're a customer, whatever. The minute you want to try to pump your ideology that goes against the scriptures, that goes against morality, that goes against ethics, that goes against reality, like I said in the article. Men being women and women being men, and and you wanna you wanna put this on our chosen and chop their breast off stuff, and the chosen is supposed to be a show about the Lord Jesus Christ, and you guys are allowing this on your television program. What do you think is gonna? What do you think the Christian people are going to do? How do you think they're going to react? People are all surprised all of a sudden that people are pissed off about this. Why why, why would you be surprised that Christians are pissed off that the chosen has gay people? Uh, working on the show, and again, that wasn't the issue. The issue is that that they're not renouncing the LGBT agenda. They're not renouncing it. See, when I drive around in Hollywood too, there, there's these churches here, big old cathedral-looking churches. And now I drive by the last week, I see they got a pride flag up in the front talking about uh, we we don't support hate. You got you got churches that are supposed to be repping the gospel and the Lord Jesus Christ. It says it in the Old Testament, and they say, oh, well, the Leviticus is the law, and that's the old law. We don't have to deal with that anymore in Jesus Christ. Okay, well, what about 1 Corinthians 6, 9, 6, or is it 6, 9? Huh? What about that? What about Romans 1? Okay, New Testament passages that clearly state that that stuff is against God's order, period. Okay, and honestly, you, you don't even need the scripture to understand that. Okay, sodomizing people is it natural okay it leads to death okay you can't procreate it's greed period so i don't know it's, it's just frustrating because as as this month goes on tomorrow's the first it's on and cracking it's i mean it's already been on and cracking but now it's going to be on and cracking cracking <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's going to be even more debauched Everybody's changing their logos right now. I'm sure there's all these social media departments all across the country changing their logos, getting ready to upload it at midnight if they haven't done it already. Yes or no? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody's going gay with the rainbow flag. So, again, we can complain about it. We can obviously not uh, use our buying power and our spending power to support these companies. But also, like I said, I am going to be working on the Christian Rainbow merch line because that's the only way. I mean, look, if you don't want them to do it anymore, you need to you need to change their opinion of it. Okay, this is the same thing. We have to change the culture. You have to change the culture. You have to change the thought process when you think of something. That's what happened with Bud Light, right? You, you saw the Bud Light come out. 
uh, they, now they're associated with this this tranny. So now when guys drink beer and somebody grabs a Bud Light, like, what? What are you gay now? Are you what are you tranny? You know. So the stigma now is on the Bud Light brand. The brand is destroyed. Okay, because men that drink beer don't want to be seen with a Bud Light because you're going to get clowned and people are going to call you gay or going to call you a tranny. Right. See, we need to change the stigma of the rainbow and take it back to where it was initially in, intended to be with the people of God. Okay, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be one of the ones that are working on that. The reason for the rainbow. I'm gonna be rocking a rainbow flag with a big cross in the middle with, with scriptures on it and the scriptures on the back talking about <laughs> you know uh first Corinthians six nine on there, you know what I'm saying? So on the back and see what happens, you know. Uh and with that being said, too, uh I want to talk about the just people not being uh not being a uh bold in their stance like i'm saying and the, and this is what i want to do i want to be bolder in my stance uh these churches out here right now are not being bold at all i mean a lot of them are just fake they're they're not they're not really truly godly churches they don't preach the word and obviously if you have like gay clergy gay pastors and and stuff like that then then you know they're obviously not the a true church that's not really the church of christ at all i mean it's just you know let's just call it what it is but again, people with this easy believism, the Hillsong thing, people just want to be happy. People want to be accepted. People don't want to be told about their sin. You want all the love of Jesus, but you don't want the wrath of Jesus. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. That's not the way it works. Okay. The reason why you should be going to repent is you should be realizing your sinfulness and your inability to reconcile it through yourself and thank the Lord for Jesus Christ that took the penalty for the wickedness that you do and that you've done in your life. Because you can never repay that debt to God, see? And that makes you want to run to Christ, you see? And it makes you want to obey Christ. You are a slave to sin or you are a slave to righteousness. So, with that being said, I want to get into this next thing here, man. We got to talk about this, about how certain people are not really defending their faith the way they should you know we talk about the episcopalian church before we've talked about the black church quote unquote that only care about being a democrat and social justice instead of uh you know really preaching the true gospel of jesus christ all they want to care about is uh what's the latest uh you know quote unquote white cop that killed a black person or whatever you can uh get al sharp on this plane out there to see what's going on in the situation um, but I want to show you this story. My computer is like going to lag in here. Hang on a second. <clears throat> I want to show you this story uh, from this gentleman right here. He is named, his name is Anthony Bass. And uh, he is a pitcher for the, is it the Toronto Blue Jays. I believe it's the Toronto Blue Jays, right? Uh, yeah, Mia, Toronto Blue Jays out in Canada. Um, and so he made a a great profession of Christ. And, and, and if you watched my show the other day, I was talking about um, how the Dodgers out here were having that 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 drag queen show on June 16th in at Dodger Stadium out here in Los Angeles. They're going to be having the uh, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, the ones that twerked on and they did a twerking and a, and a pole dance on top of Jesus Christ. Uh, they are a known Catholic and Christian hate group organization, but for some reason the Dodgers feel like they need to be honored at Dodger Stadium, which is totally alienating all of our Latino uh, Catholic and Christian people that are the majority of that whole area around Dodger Stadium and, and in the L.A. area in general, but just every other Christian in general. So we're allowing this to happen at Dodger Stadium. It's not a big deal, right? So... Uh, and I had said before, like, you know, a lot of these baseball players are conservative, so they should be out here defending the faith. If Jesus is your Lord, you're not you're supposed to be defending what the truth is. OK, because they're not going to do that against any Muslims. If they did this against Muslims, you'd be you'd be hauled off for hate speech violations. Again, we talked about this yesterday. If you're Jewish, if you said anything about Abraham, you said anything about Jewish people, all of a sudden, oh, you can't say that it's hate speech. You know, they're, they're closing your bank account. They just like they did Kanye West, right? They're shutting down your bank account. They're taking all your money, right? That That's what all these athletes and these people are afraid of. 
right? So that goes on. So this guy, uh, Anthony Bass, actually stood up for his convictions. So you had Clayton Kershaw, which is a, a the Dodger pitcher. He stood up for his convictions. <clears throat> and uh, this guy stood up for his convictions here too. Now, I hope this video plays, man, because my computer's kind of bugging right now, so we'll see right now. But I want you to watch. So this is the video that got him in trouble. He 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 started uh, letting everybody know what the Bible says in regard to this LGBTQ agenda, and he got in trouble. We're going to talk about what happened right after we watch the video, okay? Watch this. Here's the reason, biblically, why I believe Christians ought to be boycotting Target and Bud Light and any other corporation that's pushing the things they're pushing. I think a lot of people make this into a political issue or they say, oh, what's the big deal if, you know, is it really going to make that big of a difference if I'm shopping there or not shopping there? Here's what the Bible says. It tells us what to do as Christians in Ephesians chapter five. It says this, take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them for it is shameful to even talk of the things that they do in secret. Amen. Amen. So what does that mean to take no part? Well, what's Target do? It's a business. They, they make money. They sell things. And to take part in that is to take part in that God of mammon that they're serving. And to take part in the darkness that they're purveying and getting out to the world and, and, and shoving into children's faces. And to take part in that is to give them your money. And I believe the Bible gives us radical precedent to say no. We are running from that and to instead, instead expose those things to, to, to shout it to all the people that have ears to hear that this is evil. This is demonic. We won't stand for it. We're not going to go to the stores anymore and we're not going to give them our money. We're going to let our voice be heard so that people can see the light and so that people can be pulled out of the darkness. Here's the real. Okay. So there you go. You saw that, right? Now. That was absolutely incredible. That is what we need from our athletes, the people that have a platform, right? The people that believe to give some hope to the regular normal people that work the little nine to five jobs. Okay. If you have multimillionaires with their platforms, you see the power of social media influencers in today's America, right? These people have tremendous power. If you're a celebrity, you can change hearts and minds. Okay. I don't believe that that should be necessary. I think, you know, Everybody individually should have their own mind personally, and everybody should be in the in the Bible and let that uh, uh, influence your mind, having the mind of Christ. Amen. Yes or no? <laughs> that's what I think. But with that being said, that's not reality. The majority of people out here in the world uh, are just basically led astray and they're led like sheep into the wilderness. Right. So when you have a celebrity like that say those kinds of things, it'll make people at least think. Of course, the demons in the LGBTQ community and the and these and these Satanists and, and these globalists that want to destroy America that are anti-God and anti-Christ will obviously bash on the guy and not native, but you have to understand there's a lot of consistent conservatives and people that are in the middle that might hear that message and make a change for the better, right? Or at least, at the very least, stand up for their own conviction and feel bold enough and feel that and have enough confidence to be able to go and tell somebody else and spread that message. Or even not even say it, maybe just share the, the, the tab or maybe like it on Twitter, you know, or share it to somebody else or maybe send it in the email. You know what I'm saying? So it, it just starts it off. OK, but the problem here is that this guy obviously got approached by the woke mob, probably his baseball team. Toronto, right, Mia? I'm sure Toronto ain't having that. There are, you know, we already know that Canada is is extremely gay. We've done the videos about that too, about the that uh, uh, you can't even protest against the transgender community anymore in Canada. Is that so? We understand they are really taking uh, uh, extra security precautions against, when you say anything against the LGBTQ community. Couple that with Major League Baseball now, obviously being aligned with this uh, ESG credit score thing as well, right? Because the Dodgers are obviously uh, allowing Christian hate speech groups to be at Dodger Stadium on Pride Night. First of all, we shouldn't even have a damn Pride Night, okay? But the fact that you're having a Pride Night and then blatantly spit in the face of your customers that are Christian and Catholic in the LA area is ridiculous and it's disgusting. 
So somebody got to this guy because look at what happened right after this now, okay? Instead of him staying with his convictions and being bold, he actually retracts his statement that he just made there. If he would have just stayed quiet and just and just and just and just let that play on Instagram, that was him and his true self, okay? That was the message that I believe he really wanted to say. But then here's the update. Anthony Bass is a professing Christian. He shared a post supporting the Target boycott, which is what I just played. Now he's apologizing for hurting the pride community. And he says he'll better educate himself. He'll better educate himself. He's betraying Jesus and his conscience. Pray for him. Yes, yes, yes. I, I agree with that. You know what? That's what we need to do, man. We need to pray for these people to have more boldness. We have to pray for him because I know he's probably stuck in a rock and a hard place. You're hurting the pride community? How is he hurting the pride community? The pride community is hurting the Christian community. The pride community is hurting our children. They're hurting society in general. They're hurting, uh, you know, uh, all, all the industries, okay? He's hurting the pride community because what? Because he read scriptures from the Bible? I told y'all. The Bible is going to be considered hate speech. I said it in my lifetime. If not, if, if not in my lifetime, which I believe it will be in my lifetime, it's going to be at least, at the very least, in my son's lifetime. Guaranteed, if we make it that long. Come on, Jesus. Come, <laughs> come get us, Lord. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, hey, you read Scripture out the Bible, you are now spewing hate speech in the eyes of these people. And of course they would say that again, because it is the one true faith, man. You say anything against homosexuals, like I said in the Bible, it's hate speech. That's what the Bible says. But let's watch the video here. So he goes and ends up apologizing, man, because they got to him. They got to him. He buckled, man. We can't buckle. If you were going to buckle, it would have been better for you not to say anything at all in the first place. You should have just kept your mouth shut, man. Because now all you do is now, it's like you've been held hostage now. You know, that's why you don't negotiate with terrorists, as they say. You don't negotiate with terrorists because then now other terrorists are going to know how to extort money and ransom. You know? The next time around. So the next time somebody else is going to do it, they know, oh, you see what we did to this guy? Now we can do it to this other guy. You don't ever apologize, man. Be bold. But anyway, let's watch. I recognize yesterday uh, I made a post that was hurtful to the Pride community, which includes friends of mine and close family members of mine. And I am truly sorry for that. Um, I just spoke with my teammates and shared with them my actions yesterday. And I apologize with them. And as of right now, I'm using the Blue Jays' resources to better educate myself, to make better decisions moving forward. Uh, the ballpark is for everybody. Uh, we include all fans at the ballpark, and we, and we want to welcome everybody. That's all I have to say. Thank you. You could, you could tell. Like, <laughs> the guy's being held hostage. The guy's being held hostage. He, he, got, a, he got a swift talking to by his, uh, by his management. Um, it, it could be his bank account. It could be his banker. Uh, it could, it could be anybody. I mean, it, it's just disgusting how we've become so dependent on the system that we'll that we'll sell out our Lord. We'll sell out anything. What all he has to do is just stand firm, stand firm, right? Stand firm, and you will be able to what withstand the schemes of the devil, right? Ephesians six. Let's go. Put on the full armor of God, man. Let's go. Sick of these weak Christians, man. Sick of it, dude. He had an opportunity to really make a difference here, man. He really did. Now, again, we can't get mad at him because we're not in his shoes. And I'm not trying to act like I know what it's like to be a millionaire pitcher and I'm willing to sacrifice all that and whatever. I'm not saying that. But but come on, man. Then why did you say it in the first place? The nation's behind you, man. The nation's behind you. The Christians are behind you. You have to understand, the majority of Americans, as you've seen by this Target situation, are behind you, man. We're behind you. We'll support you. We'll rally for you. 
You know, and unlike the left, unlike these degenerate demons when that want to just tear people down, we'll lift you up. Amen. Christians are about helping each other, man. Nobody's going to let you just go across that abyss by yourself. So with that being said, and as sad as that is, we got another baseball player. Now that's standing out as well. And this is a little bit of a good news too. Now we hope that this gentleman doesn't back out either, man. I, I hope this guy stays true to his convictions, man. Cause like, if this keeps happening, man, I mean, I don't know what we're going to do. You got, we have to, we have to let understand that. And we, we need to talk to these people, uh, agents or other Christians that are in these people's life. You need to have them stand up and just say like, look, I know it's going to be rough and it's going to be scary, but you got to do it. And we support you and we love you. And God is going to reward you, right? God will reward him. So in regard to the Dodger thing, um, I wanted to uh, talk about this other pitcher on the Dodgers who released the statement that said, hey, I am not going to fold. Amen. I want to give him a round of applause. Let's, let's get into the article. Uh, breaking the L.A. Dodgers pitcher released a statement slamming team's decision to honor anti-Christian Jagnon's organization. And look at what he said here. My convictions in Jesus Christ will always come first. Let's go. Let's go, man. Now, are you going to stand by it, sir? Stand by it, sir. Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Blake training. Hey, I'm going to get his jersey if he keeps it up. But you have to wait because you never know who these people might backpedal. Uh, he issued a strong rebuke of this team's decision not to host and give a community hero award to the anti-Catholic trans group, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Uh, Turning Point Faith contributor Sean Furch posted a statement on Twitter. And let's read the statement here. I want to read it. Uh, it says, uh, I am disappointed to... See Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence being honored as heroes at Dodger Stadium. Many of their performances are blasphemous, and their work only displays hate and mockery of Catholics and the Christian faith. I understand that playing baseball is a privilege and not a right. My convictions in Jesus Christ will always come first. Since I have been with the Dodgers, they have been at the forefront of supporting a wide variety of groups. However, inviting the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to perform disenfranchises a large community and promotes hate of Christians and people of faith. Where is this from everybody else? Let's go, man. I get wrapped up. This is what we need from all y'all. All y'all celebrities, all y'all supposed R&B singers, all you gospel singers that are supposedly Christian, you need to be echoing this sentiment immediately. Everybody that's a Christian in the entertainment industry and sports industry needs to be echoing this sentiment immediately. You will have followers. There's more of us than there are of them. They have this illusion to make it think that there's a lot of these people that are uh, that are actually on this gay stuff. It's not. It's an illusion. It's a mirage. They're the ones that own all the television networks. They're the ones that make the decision of what gets broadcasted, right? So, of course, it seems like that, but that's not the reality. Come on, Christians. It's time to be bold. It's time to stand up and fight for righteousness, man. We got a, we got a country to save. We have our children to save, man. I always say, if you're not going to do it for your children, what are you doing here? You, you know, what, what are you even living for? If you're not trying to protect your kids from this demonic world system, man. Let's continue the letter. I want to read the whole thing because it's great. <clears throat> the single event alienates the fans and supporters of the Dodgers, Major League Baseball, and professional sports. People like baseball for its entertainment value and competition. The fans do not want propaganda or politics forced on them. Yes, sir. The debacle with Bud Light and Target should be a warning to companies and professional sports to stay true to their brand and leave the propaganda and politics off the field. Yes, sir. And here it is, man. I love this part right here, man. I believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. I believe the word of God is true. And in Galatians 6, 7, it says, quote, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. 
Let's go. This group openly mocks Jesus Christ, the cornerstone of my faith, and I want to make it clear that I do not agree with nor support the decision of the Dodgers to honor the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, and of course, down at the bottom, but as for me in my house, we will serve the Lord, Joshua twenty four fifteen, Boom. Boom. Let's go, man. That's what we need. I need to see this more. I need to see this in more of you. I need to see this in more of the Christians in the church, everyday Christians, man. You don't have to be a baseball celebrity to stand up for what is right. You're going to be held to account. Okay? <laughs> don't you want to be told, well, well done, good and faithful servant by God? Yes or no? I do. So praise be to that guy, man. I hope he, I hope he stays right. I'm telling you, I'm going to buy his Jersey being out here in LA. It, it's just so hard. And again, like uh, at the, at the, at the, at the, at the hour of midnight, it's going to be June 1st and it's on and cracking. Okay. And I want to say we need to just be resilient in our, in our, in our messaging. Okay. Just because everybody around you and these television programs are going to be bombarding you with this gayness and this agenda, doesn't mean that you have to go along with it. Doesn't mean that you have to accept it. Okay? There's nothing wrong with standing up for your convictions in Christ and doing the right thing and saying the right things. These people, again, have gotten too comfortable pushing their disgustingness on the rest of society and it stops right now it stops right now you can do whatever you want to do but i'm but i but it, just as like you're able to do what you want to do and you can have your free speech i have the ability to have my free speech and have my beliefs and say what i want to say and if everybody banded together that feels like i do and you do if you're watching this content still if you haven't turned the channel off yet then we can make a difference. We've already shown that we've made a difference in Target. We've made a difference in Bud Light. We can make a difference. I told you, we need a revival in the country, and it's happening. Okay, People are looking for something. We People are recognizing the evil in the world, the evil in the country. We're seeing it. People are noticing it. People, even non-believers, are looking for something. The church growth in the real church is, is growing astronomically. People understand, man, this is something's wrong here. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel this evil. I, I, something's wrong. I need to go to church. I need, you know, and they're looking, they're looking for outlets. They're looking for a savior. His name is Jesus Christ. <clears throat> it's time to pick a side. You're going to have to pick a side. Okay. Light or dark truth or lies. You know what I'm saying? Good or evil. It's that simple. Okay. There, there, you know, this isn't like they try to say it's a gender is a spectrum and you know, how many genders are there? I don't know. 1,052. Genders? Well, is there is there is there uh, objective good and evil? Oh no, well, you know it's relative. I told like I told you, secular humanism, moral relativism. They don't believe in absolute truth. That means they don't believe in an absolute goodness, right? But they really do. They understand that it's written on their heart. But the problem is, is that they just don't want to acknowledge it. They want to continue in sin. Okay, and it's our job as the church to instruct them about the knowledge of God, right? What, what is the channel called? Pro 1-7? The fear of the Lord, right? The reverence for the Lord, the reverence for God, and also the fear of his power and the respect for his word is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise that. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. God bless you guys for watching the video today, man. I'll be back tomorrow. I know I was a little bit late on the broadcast today, but I will be back tomorrow once again, 3 o'clock. We're keeping it rocking here, man. Please share the channel out with your friends and your families. Let them know about Pro17.com. We are here to fight, man. I'm feeling good and blessed. How about you? Let me know in the comments. You know? I'll tell you, man. Devoting yourself to Christ is, is the greatest feeling ever. I mean, I, I, I swear. I think about my life back in the day when, um, before I really, like, committed. Like, I always had the call, and then, you know, I was kind of backslidden a little bit. Um, 
but you know, it just, it's just like the Holy Spirit is just like knocking you upside the head and convicting you of things. And it's like, nah, man, it's time to, it's time to go back and, and, and fully commit. And I'll tell you, man, just the anxiety goes away. The, the peace that you have, you know, I want that for everybody. That's why when they say that we're hateful people, we're not, I, I want the best for you. I want you to be able to enjoy eternal life. I don't want to see anybody perish, man. You know, if, if, if I, if I hated you, I would just leave you alone and let you be destroyed. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for any of us. I don't want that for anybody in humanity. Unfortunately, the majority of humanity is going to be burned. <laughs> you know, they're going to be cast into outer darkness where there's going to be weeping and gnashing of the teeth. You want you want to roll without God. You're going to, that's exactly what you're going to get separated from God for eternity. And uh, that's a frightening sight. And I, I pray that those of you that have not come to the faith in Christ, that you would, uh, that you would do that and, and get there and humble yourself to the Lordship of Christ, man. You can be free from every, everything, man. It feels great. I, I wish, I wish everybody could have that understanding and the knowledge of Christ and the mind of Christ the way we do. Amen. So thanks for watching the video. Always remember the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and destruction. Jesus is Lord. I'll be back tomorrow, 3 p.m. Hopefully I'm not late. God bless y'all.